Welcome back to Talk the Talk. You are listening to the conversation between Warren Painter and Ogden Fernandez, also known as Oki F. Stay tuned. And if you have not listened to the first part of the conversation, make sure you do. Have you been? Have you ever been yeah. mobbed by people? Um, fortunately, the the audience I've attracted over the years has a similar mindset as I. If I if I go close to Augie, if he's gonna show me a middle no, finger, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. In the sense that I think a majority of the people who maybe seem like just the other weekend I was out for uh, dinner at stomach, you know stomach. Yeah, in, yeah. In oh, dude, I miss stomach, stomach bro. Fuck. Like imagine people look at you like a like some kind of celebrity that huh, this guy's got one lakh thirty six thousand. So yeah. I'm eating at high end restaurants and I'm here at stomach <laughs> with my with my brother and my best friend. Fuck. So the three of us are sitting down and having dinner, is talking rubbish, abusing left, right, and center yeah. about you know things that have happened during our days. And the very next table, like to my right, is three subscribers sitting there. Wow! And they never said a word. Like I, I saw them Because exchanging glances. Because they thought that Augie F might be a snob. Yeah, maybe, huh? Yeah. Who knows? But when we are done with our meal and we we finished, we got up and we were leaving. This guy comes up and he says, "Excuse me, can I have a picture with you?" And I said, "Fuck, oh, you're a you're a subscriber." He said, "Yeah, I'm a subscriber." And he says. Uh, We didn't want to disturb you, but because we noticed you were you had your alone time with your friends and your yeah. brother. But I appreciate that, man. And that is really nice. Yeah. yeah. And again, I'm not saying that I don't want to be approached in, in, when I'm out in public. It, it always feels nice when you get approached by it. Yeah. But I think the how also matters because if you're like very intrusive and you invade the other person's personal space and privacy, I think that's a little too much. But there's yeah. a thin line, and yeah. I know I, I might sound. But a the majority of them actually understand that. A majority of people. Yeah, I mean they'll they'll keep their distance, and only when when they say when they see you're free yeah. is when they'll approach. I really appreciate that. Yeah. But I have you ever been mobbed like coggy, like te- clothes tearing apart and all of that? <laughs> Fortunately, not. And yeah. I wouldn't want my clothes to be torn. Yeah. Off, like, But what is the what is the best and the worst experience you've had during a meetup? Ah. Oh. I honestly I've not had any bad experiences for a meetup because and I'll tell you why this has what has helped me is my training background with most of this because as trainers we we're told to prepare well in advance and make sure that everything's ready before we step into a classroom right and whenever I have a meetup conducted I try and make sure that everything's taken care of there as well so I make sure that there's refreshments for my subscribers there's oh, enough wow. parking space for people over there and the general space which is allocated to them to come and meet me has been set up well enough yeah. and there's sufficient amount of space so there's no stampede or whatever that happens yeah. at the end of the day and people don't feel oh fuck he's going to go he's going to go we are not going to get a moment to spend with yeah. him i try and stay right from the beginning till the very till end. everyone leaves for my meet up to be completed and i think that i owe it to them because they which is the best meet up you've had best um hmm uh anzin kawasaki i think the first mega motor vlogger meet up which we had was my personal best that and i think it'll be on par with the goa and the bangalore one as well because the bangalore one was an eye opener for me and i'll, I'll share why but uh, the anzin kawasaki one because it was not just me but it was a whole bunch of other motor vloggers as well who were part of it i, I don't like stealing the limelight and being the focus of attention i'm usually a, an introvert and while it might not seem that we on camera but i i usually don't socialize a lot with people who i'm not very comfortable with but i think i owe it to my subscribers to interact with them because they spend a certain amount of their time during their day or during their life to watch my videos and you know share feedback or share comments and tell me how things are going with mm-hmm. i think i i owe to them at least to meet them face to face and right, have that conversation right. spend a few seconds with them a selfie a sticker whatever mm. um i like the goa meet up because although i was um, apprehensive about how many people would show up over there um this was south goa uh yes yeah. there were still a lot of people that turned up for that and i'm 
uh, and I'm thankful to Gears Goa, AP10 and AP1, yeah. Yes. These guys really sort you out. I mean, they spread the word through Goa, through their local biking groups and whatever. APT is big come. dude in the moto moto dude, industry out there. He's one of the shout out APT most highest rated influences in my book. <laughs> he can influence much more than we can. Um, that and then the Bangalore ride because primarily with the Bangalore ride, what happened was I was riding from Bombay to Bangalore, Bangalore to Pondicherry, and then back for that IBW iconic five ah, ride. Ah, right. And when I reached Bangalore, I was really not sure what to expect because my YouTube analytics showed Mumbai, Pune, and then Bangalore. Third, yeah. So I was thinking uh, maybe there won't be a lot of people. So I was preparing myself for that. But man, the, the number of people that turned up, I think there were close to about a hundred or 150 that turned up for that. All, Which was, when <clears throat> so there was one mega meetup we had um, hmm. at Lonavla. I think you were there as well for yes. that powder. Cheetal Raba, yeah, mega meetup. I think about six fifty or some seven hundred or seven hundred people uh, turned up. Yeah, from Mumbai and Pune both. Uh, but the biggest meetup after that was Bangalore, dude. Yeah, Bangalore. About biking 150, culture, 80 or two hundred people turned up for the peak, which is insane, mm. man. And uh, we we really want to go back there and do something again. So no, yeah. I am going to go to Bangalore probably in April, sometime uh, mid April. Hopefully it'll happen. Yeah, but Bangalore is definitely on the cards this year for me. That's when you think of people, has there been like a weird encounter with someone? If you remember, like a subscriber, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, like a weird chat that you want to forget. Hmm. Well, well, not really a chat that I want to forget, but I just would. Um, it's something that stuck with me for a while because, you know, you have a lot of keyboard warriors and stuff. And I'm not saying that this guy was a keyboard warrior. He'd probably come and throw a punch at me if he, mm. if he had the opportunity <laughs> to. But uh, what happened was there was this college festival a few years ago and uh, I was named as the chief guest for it. And I, I hate being called as a main chief guest or whatever for these things. But uh, yeah, they, yeah, they called man, me for it. I it get like kind a, of awkward when, yeah. when I'm called, oh, he, he, you're the center of attraction, then there's a spotlight on top of you. Huh, I, I kind of get weirded by that. Yeah. And, and if it's like, to, I'll understand if it's to give like a talk to people who are into like uh, BMM or something like that, you know, because then it makes sense to be called for some of their functions because right. then maybe there's some relation to what yeah. they're doing. But for a, for a uh, engineering college, when I have not personally done engineering, to go to an engineering college and be called the chief guest just because I ride a motorcycle, it Doesn't didn't make sense. sense yeah. Yeah. And I get called for a lot of, of these things. And I, I, I do as many as I can, but I don't want to overdo it as well because then they'll say, yeah, this guy's only doing college festivals. What the mm. fuck is he doing with the rest mm. of his life? Mm. But um, yeah, there was this one guy on social media who said, you know, why have they called Augie F for this? Hmm. Wasn't there anyone better? Hmm. So I just sarcastically replied saying, hey, I, I realized you were not available and that's why they called me. I was the second option. <laughs> and then it, uh, and people can laugh about it, but I don't think he had the same uh, sense yeah. of humor and he took it a little personally. And then I didn't say much to him, but he just constantly started bashing anyone who tried to say anything after that. Oh. Saying, you know, he sucks, this and that. There's so many better motor bloggers out there. And fair enough. I mean, yeah, you're entitled yeah. to your opinion. Right? Yeah. Um, it, Without me even being involved so much in the conversation, it escalated to the, to the point that he was saying, you know, we'd up the event and this and that and whatnot. Really? So I, I heard wow. from friends, common friends that, that this was what would happen and it didn't really make sense to me. Hmm. To the point that the college also had arranged for additional security and whatnot. For you? That day. Yeah. Damn, dude. I was, and I was shocked and I was like, fuck, like, it's a college festival for God's sake. Yeah. Why have we reached this point? Yeah. And who the fuck am I also yeah. on top of all of this? Yeah. So... I just tried to calm the situation down in the comments. I can tell you, know, leave the guy alone. He's entitled to his opinion. Let it be. And a few other, um, non-motor bloggers, but other people who are on social media, who are friends and common friends, just like put a 
kind of virtual hand around his shoulder and saying what are you doing like yeah. relax it's not yeah. about that yeah um he fortunately he never turned up to the event or maybe he did and he never and, and i even told him i said you know if you, you want to catch up and have a conversation with me i'm open to having that conversation with you but doing this on social media on that on the college's facebook page yeah. doesn't really help yeah. either of us over here um he finally never met me on the day of the event but i was out once with my girlfriend and he was out with his girlfriend also i think that time and we just bumped into each other at this coffee place mm. and i didn't recognize him he came up came up to me and said hey you're ogie right so i thought fuck subscriber yeah. when he turned and he saying no i was that guy you remember we had an argument on social media you know? so oh said, wow dude i said oh really and i honestly didn't remember that man because it's you're going through a lot of, of comments yeah. and stuff like that and right? i go through shit every day man yeah. people, hate, people hate when you point out traffic <laughs> traffic signals and whatnot yeah but uh, he would eat end up being a really nice guy in person and it got me to realize that you know people when the when you have a mask over your face i think it's like that uh, someone said that i forgot but when you have a mask over your face put a mask over your face and you know what the person truly is yeah and maybe i'm thinking that guy really isn't as violent as he is but now that he's hidden behind a keyboard and not just him but multiple people do that they'll say a lot of shit on on social media but they'll never really do anything when you meet them in person they'll never yeah, they'll do, they will not yeah. and i'm not even a big guy man but they yeah man you you think somebody yeah. somebody's going to come up to you and punch you i don't think so man it yeah. it because there are repercussions to the to yeah. these things and and these repercussions are heavy so yeah. they want to wouldn't want what if you put out a video saying that this guy punched me goes viral for the wrong reason and then that guy is fuck dude mm-hmm. and that's that's the end of it but that's that's weird dude i don't recollect if i've had any weird moments but meetups do get tiring oh yeah uh, tiring yes because i remember there was one uh, we did one pune meetup for the tnr screening mm-hmm. the next rider screening and mm-hmm. it had about 200 250 odd people that many selfies oh, yeah. damn dude i i love it because let's let's be honest man i am what i am because of the love that i get from the audience yeah. i mean of course i've got a team that makes me look pretty on camera and makes me you know mm-hmm. look all all dashing and swash buckling and stuff like that mm-hmm. but then there's also the audience who keeps hitting likes who keeps sending out positive comments and that positive energy to, yeah. through through love and words and stuff like that and i really appreciate that because um for uh, for me i've always been in this weird spot because of a certain someone who left power drift and then um uh, i was bashed left right and center because i couldn't replicate mm-hmm. what the earlier person could do and then it kind mm-hmm. of got me in trouble and got me thinking what the fuck am i doing dude am i yeah. even and you get into the situation where it where i where i had to speak to myself and i said dude i am not going to do this anymore mm-hmm. but then i obviously had the the support coming in from my wife and my you know my friends and mm-hmm. it just gotten along so well and and a year later here i am and people people like listening to me and and they love watching me and that that support has stayed from the very beginning it's just that the entire herd is joining now yeah but i haven't had any um weird encounters so to say yeah. no and, and what you said really matters because if you have that a close knit uh, friend circle who who yeah, will be with you through Throughout, everything yeah if you have the same uh, support team yeah. your family or your your loved ones so on yeah. and so forth yeah that really makes a big difference 100% and if dude. you but if you end up faking shit then you attract the people who are just into you for the fame and for the clout yep. and that's a bad place to be yeah that's a bad place yeah. to be and then it gets all weird where where you know where you know you're going to go down this emotional drain hmm. and then it's going to take you a long time to get back up yep. and that gets really difficult hmm. and i've been and i've been happy man the kind of opportunities that i've gotten 
um i've gone to travel international so many times mm-hmm. and just ride so many motorcycles man mm-hmm. at the end of the day i know one thing i mean for you i know it's uh, it's youtube is is isn't your 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 only bread and butter but yeah. for me this is it man for me in the next 5 years or maybe not in 5 in 3 years i want to be the best in the world that's that's the aim mm-hmm. and i take a lot of inspiration from this mma fighter called conor mcgregor oh, yeah. I, i mean i know you watch a lot of uh, fight sports as well and mm-hmm. that guy is insane dude he he has this and this one line kind of sticks by me so bad he says that i have an unhealthy obsession of spending money but i have a healthy obsession of making it mm. and that comes through his work and that's what i want to do man he I'm, retired recently right i retired recently but is he being serious this time cuz he, he no i don't think before, he wants so a right? share in the company and oh. uh, that's it's it's all a negotiating uh, way of it's all it's a negotiation tactic so I'm sure he's going to come back but that guy has changed my life man. Mm-hmm. I mean just the way he talks and uh, just the way he is man he's confident. Yeah. And I get that from a lot of people as well. Uh when when you're out on shoots a couple of my colleagues were talking the other day and I was telling them dude I'm going to be the best in the world and I keep saying that I'm going to be the best in the world. And this guy comes up to me and says uh you know we were I was talking to the DOP the other day like Varun comes on the camera like two takes and he's done dude he's out and mm-hmm. the kind of time he saves and uh, you know it, it's better for the camera the camera attendant the guy who's handling the camera and everyone and yeah. he's like yeah man and I think it's important to stay confident. Mm-hmm. And uh, this has also come from this movie called The Secret. Oh, okay. Yeah. The law of attraction, where you put positive energy out in the out world, there, and, yeah. and you get a lot of it back. And that's what I've been banking on. Hmm. So it's been so far, so far, so good. Unfortunately, fortunately, I haven't had any untoward incidents with the audience. But I get trolled, man. I, I mean, that's the you internet, dude. Told, yeah. As the internet, I so, think people are just out to to be funny. Yeah, they want to be the funniest person, yeah. the most likes in their comment. Correct, like correct. I think and it's it's a bit weird, right? Yeah, uh, but. Uh, It's all right man earlier no, it used to get affect you does it really affect you Yeah I was coming to that like a year ago when I used to get trolled real bad like every third comment was fuck you varun or whatever mm-hmm. it used to prick me bad I'll be honest about it mm-hmm. but now it's like man I get a lot more love from my family my friends who mm-hmm. really matter to me my wife and 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 I have got I and I will never use the word fans I will always call them followers fans mm. is a word for for a celebrity I am not a celebrity dude I fucking eat vada pav and samosa pav when I and I I dig all of <laughs> that I got a stomach something yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> and and for me it's it's I I am not a celebrity dude as much as people like to call you know um, me in, being in front of the camera a celebrity I am not a celebrity dude I'm a very simple guy I I like to do things uh just like a normal person dude i would like i like eating safe puri at a fucking uh, what do you call a roadside chat stall i mean i love doing all of that and mm. i and i'm pretty normal that way but people have that perception like you said about an online individual yeah. that oh he's got certain number of uh, followers and subscribers which means he's going to be a little snobbish should i mm. stay away from him but it's not really you can i mean people are very open to me and i'm very open to them as well i've had i've had uh, chats with people for like 15 20 minutes one fan or one follower so mm. to say and it makes them f- have a different image of me which which is kind of positive mm. which makes me happy yeah. and uh, yeah man it used to bother me a lot earlier but now th- that's the internet i've come mm. to realize when the moment you realize it's the internet yeah. you will just be at ease you'll just be at ease i think th- there's that um conscious effort you have to make to see whether there's actually any truth in what this person is saying or not and if you if you're confident in your own abilities and you know that 
you know this is just rubbish which this person has typed out in frustration or whatever it's, yeah. it's very easy to let go yeah. of it but if there's some truth to what this person has said and you start to question yourself i think that's where it really hurts and that's, that's where, where it really hurts it, it gets hard. i think that's where it also starts making you think twice yeah. before doing Correct. anything correct yeah. should i do this should i do i mean i would still go ahead and do all the things i want to do because i believe in myself mm. i'm super confident of of where i see myself in the next 3 years yeah. i think also having a vision helps Hmm. because if you don't have a vision then you're not chasing anything i am hmm. chasing to i'm chasing this tag of being the best in the world in say 2 or 3 years hmm. it's as simple as that if i have that target i'm going to work towards it yeah. and i have improved a lot over and, and it's always a constant thing of improvement and learning and i have done that which means i've i've taken two steps ahead instead of taking two steps back and i, I think if you move in the right direction hmm. and it's it's a general thing in life it's not towards being a youtuber or 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 being an online personality anything that you want to do in life i think if you take two steps forward in the direction of working on yourself where you want to be the best or you want to be the confident or you want to be or you want to be at a certain place mm. i think you'll get there yeah what do you think of motor vlogging in the future or or let mm. me rephrase it this way dude um do you think it is wise for someone to get on youtube and become a motor vlogger in today's dnh right now mm. yes and i've told this to whoever's asked me this over the years as well i'm thinking of starting a cha- uh, starting out a channel what should i do mm-hmm. i always tell them to firstly sit back hold off before you start recording and and doing whatever you're doing look around and and identify how many motor bloggers are around you right now what are they doing that what are you going to do that will make you different from what they're doing what is that one talent you have that they don't have which they're showcasing right now what are you bringing to the table when you've got that identified figure out how you want to go about telling your story so maybe not put out a video and sit back and see how it's how it's doing maybe hold back on putting out that video record it edit it sit back and think you know is this really passing on my message well, well enough mm-hmm. and then maybe build like a, a repository of of videos and then start putting them out consistently so then you know youtube's algorithm helps you out as well but at the end of the day i always tell them stay true to yourself don't be someone who the audience will love because the audience will love them right. be yourself if your audience loves you they love you for who you are right. and that's the best kind of of right. attention you can get from your from your subscribers and if it's worth doing it because people mm-hmm. will invest heavy at the start i know people yeah. who bought like state of the art gopro cameras like the newest launch gopro camera made a couple of videos and then fizzled really out yeah any this thing and that's it and they still have their channels up there but they are not really doing anything with it maybe their first few videos are really good but then they realize that the amount of work that goes, that goes into, into it, it yeah, yeah 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 is a lot more than what they bargain for and and that's why i always tell them you know get into it see if you're if this is something you're consistently going to be good at I'm not saying I'm consistently good at it but I've struggled and done it through the years but I've still stayed with motorcycling content as much as I could is that something they can do then go by all means go ahead with it if but if not then I think I don't Yeah think. but if you're not if motorcycling isn't your thing and you're using it for the fame then there's better avenues to get fame out of motorcycling is not the way to start off and it's not really the the biggest audience you have maybe right. comedy maybe prank channels like yeah, something of yeah, that yeah. would would get you more audience and, and Also exactly what I feel auto is so small in yeah. in india i mean it is big but when you're looking at auto entertainment and growing as a channel yeah. as a motor vlogger there's mm. so much competition man yeah. and some of these uh, motor vloggers i i i think they should 
sit back and kind of analyze what they put and what they show to the world because some of it doesn't make sense i mean i'm being harsh and brutal about it but mm-hmm. that's the truth man i think there there are exactly like you said you need to understand youtube as a channel you need to understand the kind of content that you're putting out mm-hmm. you need to understand what your strengths are mm-hmm. and i think if you get that mixer um that that mix of things right yeah then you're going to do well no, no i i think on the other side of things you have to be open to feedback also 100% because a lot of people kind of shut down yeah we all we all make mistakes and you have to go in with the understand that you will make a mistake at some point in time how you handle that mistake is what will identify whether you're going to be respected by your audience or not and what I, is the what is the uh, most definitive feedback that you have received for, for me personally yep mm, talk in hindi talk in hindi <laughs> yeah but but it's not as as bad now as it is it was back then but i'll tell you something dude uh, hindi is going to hindi is going to change the i mean it's going to change the way your channel grows it's, it's it probably would but then, I, then we come back to am i after a few years down the line if i'm doing vlogs in hindi yeah. i turn back and think you know i don't really talk in hindi otherwise am i really doing justice to what i want to do with the channel because we we got a lot of uh, feedback saying that you know you should do hindi you should do hindi and stuff like that yeah Uh, we tried R15 the yeah, R15 uh, he, R15 was a little english yeah. but we did i think rohan did a video on the tigwan oh. i think it was a tigwan it was a proper hindi review proper mm. from start to end mm. unfortunately or fortunately I, I will, i'll say a little divided here but a lot of the audience comes from down south from bangalore kerala hindi. and yeah. they don't understand hindi and they're like fuck it dude what are you doing and mm. we got a huge number of dislikes for that video yeah. again i mean if you're setting a premise for your channel where you are being an yeah. english speaking guy from the very beginning then switching to Can't hindi switch. doesn't make sense yeah like uh, another channel uh, motor octane motor motor octane does a lot of hindi oh hindi yeah yeah and they've grown by leaps yeah, and yeah. bounds dude like i think they have crossed a million if i'm not wrong they have they I have right i'm cutting a cake sometime back yeah, yeah yeah so it's pretty pretty big uh, it's pretty crazy when you think what hindi can do hmm. on youtube um i don't think you should try hindi I don't think so. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> I think people will answer. It's it's, it's definitely going to help you grow quickly, faster. But that's not what your audience is. Yeah. You've built that bank of 136,000 subscribers. Yeah, but then if I meet this person in in public now, mm. off screen, off camera whatever, mm. and he starts talking to me in Hindi and you know using all these logan ah bachi banta hai all this. I feel like fuck who, who yeah. what is this guy expecting yeah. of me like? Right. So then you know, everything changes for me then. Right. right. And that's why I'm saying you have to have the same image on and off screen as well it, yeah dude it helps and it avoids weird conversations but is there like a plan that you have for ogf youtube channel like i do do you want to uh get into a certain kind of content or you just want to freestyle with it i think what's happened of late is at least the motorcycle manufacturers that line between motor vloggers and auto journalists is kind of fading away fading away that's correct i've seen myself being invited for more media launches than i have in the last 2 years and more people for that matter other motor vloggers also um and fair credit to them because some of them have started like dino's world for that matter dino started doing video reviews of motorcycles itself so for him to get invited for an event like that a, a launch event makes sense i've never been someone who reviews motorcycles so for me to be called for that was a, a, a surprise and b was oh fuck what do i do now How but it's I also more of brand awareness yeah um, and that's a good thing yeah you i mean the brand's going to reach out to 136000 subscribers or even more yeah and uh, when you look at these launches for example the mt i mean we were together for the mt15 yeah. 
people are constantly searching for the MT15, right? Hmm. And if I were a buyer, I would probably look at all the fucking videos on the internet if I have to make a buying choice. Correct. And I would definitely look at your video. Hmm. So that that's that's where it is. I think that's where manufacturers are also starting to realize that hmm. motor vloggers. Uh, I mean, getting a motor vlogger on board is legit stuff. Like mm. an influencer on board is legit stuff. Mm. Not for the influencing part of it, but for the brand awareness part of it. Mm. Yeah, but then there's the other side. So, so while while we were talking about the the question earlier, if if we are looking at the kind of content I want to be putting out, I want to mm. be freestyling with it. Right. And um, while these kind of um, launches and whatnot, being invited for these kinds of things is, is brilliant. I think it's a great platform for all of us to then showcase what our abilities to ride a motorcycle and review it are. Um, I also think that in some way, shape or form, it will maybe restrict the kind of content we put out. Mm. And I'm talking from my personal experience because for me, I don't put out two or three videos a week. I put out one video maybe in a week, sometimes even maybe. two weeks. Yeah. yeah. And if that one video is going to be a review video and it's not in line with what my audience expects to see, then maybe the thing, you know, maybe I shouldn't be following this guy because he's right. you know, a sellout. Yeah, yeah. But what, what I've also realized is with more influencers, and I'm not talking about motor vloggers, more influencers being invited for these kind of things, our credibility and your credibility also gets hit to some extent. And I'll tell you why. Hmm. Um, a lot of people look at reviews online and and, and see maybe if it's a... Uh, a publication let's say it's a magazine these guys put out a, a video as well to review the motorcycle i've spoken to a lot of people who go go out of their way to say you know these guys are paid and that's why they're getting that's why they're saying good things about the motorcycle and to some way that's trickled down to us also saying ah, you guys are paid that's why they're saying good things about the yeah, motorcycle. yeah where i have always had a, a deal with any brand or any company approaching me for any kind of collaboration saying you know i'm going to be dead honest about it yeah, and if it's a true. bad thing. You're gonna say it's a uh, yeah. yeah. Either I'll give you all maybe the liberty of not uploading a video on my channel. And yeah. say, you know, fuck it. Let's yeah. not let's not go down this path. Yeah. Or if you're like giving me complete liberty, I will say whatever the fuck I want to say and 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 you know give you my two cents about what what I think your problem. Yeah, dude. I think Veer Nakai also when I met him the other day, we were doing a. We, yeah. I think we. I think I met him for coffee or something, and he was like. Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't take a, don't take uh, a lot of these things or stuff from branches because I I want to churn out my own content. Yeah. I don't want to be bogged down by this content that is coming from the brand or the manufacturer, which hmm. asks me or tells me to do a certain thing. I'm not going to do that because as an individual, he has a certain way towards how he reviews a product or maybe how he talks about a product. And if he's getting some kind of content by a third party or maybe a brand or a manufacturer, yeah. that's going to affect his credibility hmm. and his reputation. Uh, a, a thing that has that he has built over the years. Hmm. And once it comes crashing down, it's so difficult to get back up. Yeah. So I think it's a, it's a fair move, man. No, and, and, and I think a lot of people, while we're on the topic of brands as well, because there's other people in our space who are accepting any amount of brand deals which come their way, irrespective of whether the product is related, any way linked to what their content is related to or not, then people start to look at us also as anything we do, you're getting paid for it. When, uh, I'll, I'll try and keep my content as closely related to motorcycles and even, right. even any brand deals which I'm doing as closely related to motorcycles as possible. And I also make sure that I test out the product before I actually share anything on social media. And which is why some people might see on my Instagram stories that I'm maybe riding a motorcycle or trying out some new oil or a new set of tires and whatnot. And then only three weeks later or four weeks later does that actual video or content right, come out. Right. Because I want to make sure that I'm putting out stuff that is good for you Legit guys. stuff, yeah. Steelbird helmets, I'm going to take the name because everyone knows my view on them. 
when they approached me to to market their helmets i didn't even respond to their to their this thing they started responding saying you know we'll pay you we'll pay you we'll pay you i didn't give a shit because yeah. i know that at the end of the day if someone if i put out a video saying i recommend steelbird helmets some dude works uh, earns his hard earned money and then goes out there buys a steelbird helmet and crashes yeah, and yeah. it's not up to the mark i wouldn't be able to sleep True. It's it's a horrible thing to happen. Yeah. But when someone then turns around and says, "Hey, I saw your video on on YouTube. Can you tell me what your honest opinion is?" They'll yeah. DM you. Yeah. And I'm like, "Fuck, my honest opinion is on YouTube." Yeah. I'm yeah. not True. like saying something else and telling something else. And which is why even the tire review which I did recently with Seat, I made sure that I tested it out myself on my motorcycle for three weeks, broken the the tires for about three thousand kilometers before I actually went out and put out a put video out. there. The brand was on my ass the entire time, saying, "You know, when is it going to come out?" When is it? I said, "I'm I'm I told you guys three weeks. I'm not." making any changes for that i need to right. make sure that this is a good product and i put yeah. it out but at the same time there were people with other brands of tires who were doing unboxing tire videos <laughs> touching fuck. the tire and saying it's soft it's soft so it'll give you good grip and shit like that really and, yeah and dude and what like, the fuck, fuck. Yeah. and unfortunately they have a, a bigger reach than i do and oh, what maybe people took their word for it and what and i hope those people are safe right now and you guys are listening to this podcast wow. but if, if if that's the kind of credibility that other people in the space have then i think we are all doomed because yeah man and Fuck, that's as a nation crazy, yeah, that's, dude, that's just, fucked up because yeah, oh, we're asking yeah. for a whole lot of trouble so you've got the rc rc 390 dude how how comfortable is it man i don't it's not as bad as people yeah. make it out to be yeah, yeah. there's a, lo- a lot more other uncomfortable because you fucking toured on fucking the r15 and the rc dude you've yeah. been touring on that which yeah. is but oh my butt aches just just yeah no, again there's a few things which i've had to keep in mind the entire time like take breaks at the right moments or keep yourself hydrated things like that i mean the basics touring guys like you <coughs> would, would know but i i think it, it doesn't take very long to get adjusted to the rc's riding position yeah. especially coming from the r15 i think yeah. honestly the only pain i experienced was in my neck because now you were leaning a little more and had to look a little more higher than you otherwise would the yeah. weight of the helmet goes like yeah, here this is weight correct guys sit over here and honestly now if you put me on an r15 and an rc390 i'll feel much more comfortable on the rc390 than the r15 really? yeah like the other day at, at bud i was i was shit uncomfortable because the clip-ons were so close close yeah with yeah. the wide handlebars on the rc it was a little awkward for me yeah but yeah so is there any motorcycle that you have on your buying list or is there an hey, the motorcycle you aspire to yeah i've said this before the cbr 650r yeah is one which i'm looking forward to okay um but after today fuck man this gsx s 750 is, is something else yeah so how does this work with suzuki like do you give them some kind of social no, awareness so and here's the other thing so while some brands have realized the potential reach they can have with social media influencers uh, we don't have the same level of contact as we do with some brands as we do with the other brands and this is not a diss at suzuki in any way but i'm saying i've not been able to get in touch with the suzuki marketing team until date but the people from anzin kawasaki and suzuki have been really kind to motor vloggers in mumbai in general so they've given us bikes they've offered their locations to have meetups and what not that we had and they've treated our, our subscribers also really well the entire time yeah so the guys from anzin kawasaki and suzuki have been really kind to me and to other motor vloggers also from mumbai where they've given us motorcycles to ride and take on long distance rides and what not that way and because of them i've got the motorcycle today so right. while they might not ask me proactively to do stuff for them they'll just be happy with me riding the bike and maybe clicking a couple of instagram stories what i normally do is i send them an email saying you know hey this is what i've got in mind this is what i want to do for y'all so while i'm doing the ride with your motorcycle and maybe with your accessories or what not i want to make sure that you all get the equal amount of return or maybe more out of it 
and i'll say i'll put out maybe one youtube video reviewing the motorcycle maybe a instagram story maybe this and then i give them quantities and i say i'll okay. keep this and 100% of the time they've been okay with it and the moment they have anything in mind as well thankfully i have a relationship with them where they contact me and say you know hey we wanted to do a series on this motorcycle or we wanted to do a review on this motorcycle because right. we don't think there's enough content on around there or there's something new that happened there's a change or whatever that we we're offering a new scheme or whatever would you mind sharing it on your socials and i'm more than willing to because it's like a barter system kind of thing right right but in no way shape or form am i telling them you know thank you for giving me the bike i'll say only good things about it that still remains my deal with them still remains brutally honest and i think that's worked well because that understanding has been set right from day one um with other motorcycle companies um I've approached them for their motorcycles I've almost had their motorcycle and one day before the ride they said you know the motorcycle is not available and then I've seen that same motorcycle with someone else and that's when I realized okay fine maybe my level of influence is not up to one day someday yeah yeah I think you'll reach that and uh, but I think honestly for me that's been an eye opener in the sense that not that I have to push myself to to reach their level of of whatever but I I realized that maybe they are goal out of this altogether is very different from what my goal out of it is for me it is to take the motorcycle give an honest opinionated re- review about it and for you're them, very clear about that yeah for them i think their goal is to for someone to take the motorcycle out and to reach the maximum number of people whether those people will buy the motorcycle or not is second brand awareness yeah but whether that person's actually going to have the kind of influence they want to have on their on their audience or not so i think uh, our goals are are different and that's why right. i still think uh, the cbr 650r will make a lot of sense because you tour quite often yeah uh, i know it's a little sporty uh, than the f but mm. just having that visor that that fairing the and fairing. that aerodynamic and i'm a sucker for fairings so yeah man right. i think yeah so i think it will make a lot of sense that yeah. way this s150 although a tame motorcycle it does not have a fairing and it will get yeah, see yeah. at the end of the day it's india you're not going to cross a certain yeah. digit hmm. but it's just better man cbr just because of that fairing is going to be so much more better because you're not going to get tired that that mm. often but then also at the same point varun i um i need to be sure that i'll be doing that much riding to justify having that motorcycle right right because if i buy it and then i'm just riding to work and back i'll feel really shitty about yeah. having the bike in the first place so i yeah. i want to hold off that decision of upgrading until i know that i'll be in a space where i'm doing that many rides and currently i'm not in that space which is why i'm holding off right now you rode the mt15 recently no yeah. yeah we rode it together yeah. what do you think of it see a lot of people made noise about the upside down fox i don't see that as such a bad thing you know Me fine too. it's it's an accessory which maybe makes the bike look beefier performs slightly better hmm. so on and it'll, so forth. you know it'll change the way the bike performs hmm. but um, the telescopic fox are not bad man yeah, they're not at all not bad at not all. all yeah i think the, the one thing they they messed up with was the price had they priced that closer to around a 1 lakh motorcycle maybe slightly higher fine yeah. yamaha you get a little premium yeah. here, so you were having it you were having a word together a lot of our colleagues and we were thinking that it's going to be priced at rupees 1.2 lakhs because hmm. uh the fzs is priced at fz or fz the new uh, fz version 3.0 is priced at 97000 the r15 is priced at 1 lakh 39000 yeah so somewhere at 1.2 1.25 will make a lot of sense hmm. but then again when when i sat back on the couch and thought about it if you were to price it at 1.2 you don't want an fz customer to rethink about spending 20000 rupees more hmm. and getting a better looking motorcycle that will almost give you the same efficiency because that r15 engine is will give you an efficiency of somewhere around 40 to 43 yeah. and when you when you 
again at, and from the other side of the spectrum if you have a potential r15 customer hmm. you don't want him to they think back, yeah. to go back and say i'll save 20000 rupees i'm going to be comfortable plus this bike looks damn fucking good hmm. so i think that's where yamaha is coming from and i think that's where it makes a lot of sense for them hmm. even at that price point a lot of people a lot of people are still going to buy it Hmm. because it's a yamaha because it looks damn good anyway yeah hmm. but i think 1.2 would have made a lot of sense for someone who wanted to buy the mt15 I mean, my biggest least, yeah. point of disagreement with the mt15 with the single channel abs yeah. i don't care if it gets telescopic folks i don't care if it gets a box wing arm hmm. i don't care about any of that because it's still um, it'll still do well in the city it's not meant for a track right a, hmm. a box wing arm makes a lot of sense when you're when you're going around corners really fast because it'll offer you that flex this does not as much but the, then again it's not a track motorcycle so if yeah. you're going around in the city i think this package makes a lot of sense hmm. but i would have still preferred the dual channel abs hmm. i think a lot of manufacturers are doing that right because of this compulsory they found like the loophole to it they found the loophole and they're like oh man it's just disappointing i think a dual channel abs still makes a lot of sense hmm. um a dual channel abs without any of the other mumbo jumbo at 1.36 lakhs would have still made so much more mm. sense but yeah man because i was not happy with the brakes i no i yeah both yeah, i didn't even like very the soft side. dude the really spongy brakes i don't know if they were glazed mm. because they they had to do a run in around the track so you're going really hard and going off it going really hard going off it but mm. um it could have been better as an overall product to be honest i think that city review needs to happen mm. because i found the front to be very flighty it's because there's no weight right there's mm. it's just it's just and they've also changed the in- engine tune but i can predict predict this thing and say that the mt15 will be a very good city motorcycle um i think again taking it to a track was a mistake they could have easily given it in the I, city i don't know why people are doing that now huh? these most of the brands i think are launching their motorcycles on the race track yeah um fair enough you get space to ride it around and do it's safe. a review it's safe yeah but yeah. i think that that's not its natural element that's not its natural element yeah and i think the first impression that comes out where a lot of us journalists when we say that we're going to give you a full city review later in in that part of the review not really getting any information except for the spec sheet so i think mm-hmm. that is something that needs to change going in the industry mm-hmm. but uh, bullet uh, the royal enfield also launched the bullet trials did you get a chance to look at it they invited me for it but i was not busy. Oh, yeah, i didn't shoot. i didn't attend it because i saw a lot of motor bloggers i did meet yeah. up with a few people at uh, ambi valley no and, and i think at at this stage what we really need to look at so if you are a motor blogger and you're listening <laughs> to this i think what you really need to to think of is is it worth your time also uh because while auto journalists it's their job to to go there and cover their companies or publications will send them over right. to cover these things for us at the end of the day you need to look at what's the the benefit for you out of it um brand royal enfield doesn't pay anyone for 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 reviews so if they are not paying you for it then what do you you have to gain it out of your content which you put out and for me i i was already i i declined it not because i didn't want to go there but because i was already planning my ride to bangalore at that time and at the last moment the dates for that got changed so i couldn't make it for that i didn't want to call up and hey is there still space for me to come over that would sound damn weird right but um when i thought about it later i mean you look at the videos which are, which people have put out they really no one's buzzing about right. the rolling no one's really getting because to be honest their, their see uh, let's be fair and say it's not a special edition model yeah it's not the pegasus it's not a signals model it's it's a variant it's a variant hmm. um it's not it's not an off roader it's not another himalayan people yeah. will still go for an himalayan if i were yeah, if exactly. i was to buy 
a proper offerer in that budget i will still go for the himalayan correct it yeah. still makes a lot of sense because what, what would have helped them is if they added this like accessories which you could add to your classic 350 or 500 that would have made sense you're launching a completely new product altogether how yeah. many people would buy that but it's also the uh, it's also um, it's it, it's also reaching the end of its life cycle because mm-hmm. from next uh, i think to 2020 the bs6 norm will kick, yeah. kick in and a lot of these uh, new roll and free motorcycles have also been spotted around chennai hmm. So I think it's they're just trying to maximize because they sell so fucking much. Fifty yeah, thousand yeah, yeah. units a month is no fucking joke, dude. Yeah. And I think they're trying to maximize out of it as a brand. I know where this is going, hmm. and uh, it's a different product. It's just not the most capable, hmm. is what I feel. Where where are you off to next? You're saying Bangalore. Bangalore is next. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna get really hot, dude. Bangalore is gonna get really this hot. This is probably the only time I'll I'll get leaves during this year, so I want to make sure that I use them. What Correct. are you planning to ride? Um, I've already spoken with Anzan about taking the V-Storm. Oh wow! So they're gonna have a lot of yeah, fun, dude. Everyone's whoever I've spoken with has always said that. So yeah, V-Storm is what I want to. So Mumbai to Bangalore and back. But is there any Augi Ami meetup happening? Yeah, so I'm I'm going there purely to meet subscribers. Oh wow! For nothing else. So, so is there an announcement that has happened already? Not yet. No, I mean I don't have the dates confirmed, and that's why I'm saying you know let's just okay. Keep keep it a little low yeah. because then I'll have a lot of people DMing me saying, "Hey, when are you coming? When are you coming?" And I don't really know myself. Six so K IOM, I six K IOM, I think is a great place for you to. Oh, I've already spoken with um, Orion Motors, okay. Orion Riding Store. So these guys have already said, you know, we want you to, to oh, be wow. at our place. Would have so I've already spoken to them. Okay, but and got delayed because I think their place is under renovation right now. Okay, so mid month will be sorted out and come over and have the meetup. Right, so it's cool. Right. Yeah. Let's do that. Superman, I think with that it's time to close the show. Thank you okay, so awesome. much, Augie, for being Thank here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, for guys who are watching this, uh, we are available on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. Savan and we are there on Spotify as well and of course the main platform that we are we are, we are on is eplog.media so make sure you watch that as well also if you have any feedback let us know through comments on on these various platforms and uh, who do you want to see next what do you want us to talk about let us know we're more than eager to hear from you and we shall be back soon ciao ciao